Hi listeners, we're out on our summer hiatus right now, but we don't want to leave you empty-handed, so we've prepared a few reels of bonus material, salvaged from the cutting room floor. Fans of the show will know that Abby and I like to think of ourselves as urbane culture vultures, so in this first reel, uh, we've got a few of our deepest insights into literature and culture. So sit back, relax, and enjoy. Botanize on the asphalt, as uh, I am sorry. That's what Walter Benjamin said. They botanize on the asphalt. I beg your pardon. Can you <laughs> keep your smutty material for um, after the uh, watershed, please? Listen, I had Nick at night. I know all of the old Nickelodeon had a like a I dream of Jeannie, bewitched by Wednesdays, the Beverly Hillbillies. I like Steptoe Son. I like the English ones. They have more pathos. Yeah, Stepford and Son, by the way, is ripped off. Up- no, uh, Sanford. What did I say? Stepford. Shit. The Stepford and... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My son Benson. is a glamorous woman. <laughs> and he runs a rag and bone. And... We should do that. That'd be a really good text to do, actually. What would be a good... The Stepford Wives. Oh, I think the Stepford and Son. Stepford Wives would be good. I think you meant we should create a Stepford and Son, Stepford Wives mashup. Which is mental. Do you want to write a screenplay with me? Yeah, I think so. Have we had a lot of cocaine? All bad ideas are good ideas if you've had a lot of cocaine. That old truism. Shane, smoke some cigarettes, let's open up a restaurant. You all know Fievel Goes West. Um, I haven't seen it, but... What?! Yeah, I haven't seen either of them, actually. Daniel! Sorry. Were you never- It's like Mouse, isn't it? Uh, but... Is Mouse the third one in the trilogy? Can we just talk about one- Sorry, I don't want to go on to a Star Wars thing. Can we talk about the worst bit of the prequel trilogy? The most insane decision? Yes, please. Natalie Portman, who's supposed to be, what, like, 14, 15? She's paired up with a pipsqueak, what, nine-year-old, and Ewan McGregor at the height of his beauty, and she gets a crush on the f***ing ten-year-old. Are you kidding me? Even if he grows up to be reasonably attractive, even though he's got that dumb rat tail and that buzz cut, which is not a hot look, Ewan McGregor is still their friend. Um, what but is Ewan McGregor f- doing an Alec Guinness impression? Wouldn't that be off-putting? Just somebody walking around going like... Oh, you get into that car. Yes, Mrs. Wilberforce. That doesn't cancel out his goddamn face. Are you kidding me right now? Trying to connect the dots for you in terms of Shrek. I've I've been waiting for the Shrek. Shrek reading. (laughs) (laughs) About time. Shrek is Daniel's favorite movie, you guys. I'm not joking. I'm not joking. It's because it's not funny. Shrek is obviously hilarious, but to like Shrek is a very serious. When we path. taught that film class, and I went around and asked everyone their favorite movie, and Daniel was co-teaching with me, he said Shrek, and I thought, I thought you were taking the piss. I was like, could you please not derail this? This is fair. It's a serious question, and then I found out you're being a hundred percent serious. Subjectively, a great film. Definitely, if not, yeah, it's it's number one. It is really. Yeah, close second, Peter Watkins, Culloden. <laughs> you 
say that my particular American accent sounds like Leonardo DiCaprio. Can no, I we... didn't say that. Carry on. No, okay, tell me what you said then. I said your phonology is comparable. It's just a question of a certain kind of delivery. I think it might be just hearing it now, because it really does sound like I think it might be just when you're talking to me, because it really sounds like a, a bit like Leo, like that sort of talking through gritted teeth. So, <laughs> so that might be it. Revulsion and restraint. All right, well, listeners, please let me know if I deliver my lines like Leonardo DiCaprio. I don't know how I feel about Leo nowadays. I'm fine watching his square-ass head squint its way through another movie. He does squint, me. doesn't he? Yeah. He's got that sorted out. I almost have a kind of affection towards him. Is it because you associate his voice with me gently scolding you? Yeah, probably. That's it. Yeah. I imagine this is something that you guys didn't have because I know this is a US specific thing. Do you know that in our gym curricula, we had a whole module dedicated to square dancing? We did have line dancing. Do you remember any of your little please stand up with your big belt buckle and do a little tap, heel, yeah. tap, yeah, heel? Well, it's so easy to do that. You pretty, I don't even need to get up and do it right. But it would just, it would make me feel good inside to the see guy that, you line dancing the important in my thing, office. <laughs> you can't really line dance by yourself, can you? By definition. <laughs> but the guy that taught us in the final class, he was like, now I'm going to do one for you to like oh. show you my skills. And he's like, it's called the monster. Oh no, no, I, I want you to stop this story right now, but I also want to hear we it. We all got in a kind of sat in a big circle around the hall while oh, he did no. that. It was amazing. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wow. He was like, probably like, it was like brain dancing or something. He was like throwing himself around, like. Interesting curveball. I did not expect Yeah, I, exactly. Yeah, you'd be like, oh God, wow. No, you it, sold that really well. I yeah. was really geared up for like, like yeah, lay on me. It was, re- no, it was powerful, a powerful performance. A it was really power- strange. A powerful line dance, is yeah. what you're yeah. saying. Well, just for one guy as well. It was like some kind of like Nijinsky's answer to line dance. <laughs> <laughs> We had great fun. Um, Yeah, tune in for future episodes. Possibly a few more extra bloopers. See you then. Ta-ra!